Hi guys, welcome to another episode of For You from Eve. We are back with a For You Friday series in case you're new here and you don't know who I am or what this podcast is. My name is Olivia Eve and I started For You from Eve not too long ago and it's basically a podcast on becoming a better version of our yesterday selves. We talk about fitness, health, wellness, business, success, motivation, anything that you can think of that sheds positivity on your day and will make you a better version of yourself. We talk about here. And I have a series called For You Friday, where every single Friday I kind of get on and I'll do a solo episode, answer your questions. This past week, I've made so many new friends, I guess you could say, through Instagram, through Instagram DMs, followings, everything. And at the end of the day, analytics are just numbers. When you guys message me on Instagram and tell me, you know, how much a podcast impacted you you don't understand like how happy that makes me. So thank you for everyone who, who did that. It it really is. It's so sweet when you guys message me, but because I got a lot of you that are new here, I wanted to do a Q and a and kind of just reintroduce myself because I haven't done one of these since I first started my podcast, which was in February. I think I would probably do one maybe once a year, maybe twice a year, just like a Q&A, get to know me, let's do some updates in life. And then after the q and A, I I also want to talk a little bit about overwhelming ourselves because I did get a few direct messages on that and kind of setting expectations for ourselves and then completely overwhelming ourselves with work. So we're going to talk about that as well, but let's start off with the Q&A, just a little background on me, who I am, why I started this podcast, because I got asked quite a few times why I started this podcast. So like I said, my name is Olivia. I'm 21 years old. I am a junior in college and I'm studying marketing. Like a lot of people thought I was studying nutrition or fitness. Um, I'm not studying nutrition or fitness. I definitely have a passion for wellness and lifestyle and health and fitness, but it's not my major. My major is marketing. I definitely would love to work in marketing, but for a wellness or fitness brand, I think that's kind of where my niche should be. But yeah, so I am in marketing. I got asked a few times, what do I study? So I study marketing and now we'll get into the questions. What are some of the things you need to start a podcast? I'm really interested in it. So honestly, to start a podcast, I feel like people push back the date that they want to start it because they're like, I need to get this and this, and it's going to spend, I'm going to spend this much money and have this much time on it and et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, as long as you know that you want to do it, it's, you're going to make it easy, you know? So for me, for example, I knew I wanted to start one. I was like, I know that I want to start a podcast. So I went on Amazon and I bought a $35 microphone, which is the one I'm using right now. I actually did buy a new microphone today, but I still have to buy another set to it. Such a headache, but I still have to buy another set to it. So I got to deal with that. But anyways, I got a whole new microphone, a whole new set today. And But originally, when I first started, I got a $35 microphone from Amazon, like I said, which is the one I'm using right now until I set my new one up and downloaded Anchor, which is what I edit on, what I upload on, what I track my analytics on, everything, and just started recording. So you really don't need much. I think that if you want to start one, the number one thing that you should do is make a plan of what you want to podcast about. So do you want to podcast about beauty, fashion, health, business, finance, whatever it is that you want to podcast about, write that down. So that way, you know, what target audience you want and what kind of community you want to build. And once you kind of figure out like, okay, I, I want to talk about this and I want to build a community of people who are interested in this specific topic, that'll be a lot easier for you to also 
figure out what kind of guests you'd want to have on and what kind of things you'd want to talk about. If you want to have guests on, maybe you don't want to have guests and you just want to do a solo podcast. It'll kind of give you an idea. I think another thing that really helped me is obviously there's a lot of podcast guests that I've had on this show that I'm going to have on the show. Having an Excel sheet with names, emails, and everything like that to just keep track of who I'm emailing to be on the show and everything is super, super helpful for me because it's definitely not easy to get a new guest every episode. And, you know, every single Monday, I promise you guys that I'm going to have a guest on, but sometimes it's really difficult to find a guest because even if you send 50 to 60 emails a week, sometimes you only get three or four responses, which is most of the time what happens with me. So I would definitely say, find your niche, build your network, grab your equipment. You don't have to spend too much money on it and just start recording. Don't keep like pushing it back because you're like, I have to do this and this. Like at the end of the day, if you want to do it, just start it now. Next question is why did you decide to start a podcast? So I honestly was never into health, wellness, or any of that like productive, positive lifestyle until we were in quarantine of 2020. So when quarantine of 2020 hit, I was getting more invested in wellness and lifestyle influencers like Maggie and Emma McDonald, Kenzie Burke. And I was getting so interested in their lifestyles and how healthy they were. And I was like, I want to be that healthy. So that's when I started to get into wellness and lifestyle in general. And I realized I really loved reading about it. I loved talking about it. And just in general, I've always kind of loved giving advice, whether it was to my friends, whether it was like through Instagram, whatever it was, I always loved giving advice to people and just being there for people to talk about things and for them to vent to and give feedback, et cetera. So once I kind of started to realize I had that personality during quarantine, I realized that I really loved listening to podcasts. I always loved Call Her Daddy, but I started to listen to Mimi B, Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Skinny Confidential. Those are some of my top podcasts, and I was becoming so obsessed with having them in the background and just going on walks to listen to new episodes. And once I kind of started to realize like, wow, like I really, really love podcasts and just listening to them, I was like, maybe I should make one. So it wasn't for a while till I actually made it. I made for you from for you for me was originally just an Instagram blog. That was a private account with zero followers. I didn't let anyone follow it. All that I did was follow influencers that I loved. And then eventually I started to post for myself as like a kind of like a vision board, I guess you could call it and journal entries and diary entries. And then I started to let people follow it, but I started to realize I prefer talking advice out than writing it down. I'm not too much of a writer anymore. I used to love writing and now I'm not really into it. I prefer to talk. So that's kind of when I was like, okay, maybe I should just start recording podcast episodes and, and see what happens. So I guess I kind of started it because I wanted to impact women's lives. I wanted to motivate and inspire women. I wanted to learn from women. And then once I kind of started to record, I think every single day I'm realizing my purpose more and more. When you guys message me and you tell me that you listen to my podcast to get you out of a funk or to make you happy and it sheds light on your day, that's that's right there. Like That's why I want to start a podcast because of you guys and because I want it to make other people happy. Like I remember like even now, but mostly when I was in high school, I'd be like, oh my God, like Emma McDonald posted a new YouTube video. I can't wait to go home and watch it. I would get so excited to go watch a, you know, 12 minute YouTube video of a girl just like living her life. So I kind of wanted to give people that same happiness through myself. The next question I got is, do you do podcast guests with strangers? I'm French and I'm really interested. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much when I was first starting my podcast, I knew the people I was recording with, whether it was through Instagram or they were my friends in real life and in person. 
Um, and I started recording with them at first just to kind of get myself used to speaking and get myself used to talking to people, having conversations on a microphone, because even if I'm like talking to you in person to person in real life, it's much easier than recording yourself and having a microphone in front of you and just doing it online. So I remember the first few episodes, when I listened back to them, I honestly get super cringed out because I'm like, ew, like I was so just, I did not know how to speak and I stuttered so much and I was so nervous when I spoke. And now I can see myself getting more comfortable and just talking to you guys as if I'm on FaceTime with a friend. So at first, all my podcast guests were people that I knew through Instagram or in real life. And then eventually, you know, there's so many influencers that I follow that I've never met before and that don't follow me back that didn't know my name or anything. And I kind of just started to message them and had them on the show. So they all start off as strangers, but eventually they start to just become your friends, especially after recording together. You know, you have an hour long conversation. You're going to end up like becoming friends with this person, clicking with them. And yeah, so most of them are strangers, but they become my friends in the end. How do you keep motivated to keep posting episodes consistently? Honestly, it's not always super easy, especially because I'm a full-time college student and I also work part-time at a boutique. And then I do this podcast on top of it. So I definitely am always busy. I'm always on my laptop, sending emails, creating, you know, posts on TikTok or Instagram, editing a podcast, recording a podcast, doing homework, going to work, trying to go to the gym, trying to maintain all these things. So it's definitely not easy to do it. So I think if I didn't love it so much, I obviously wouldn't be doing it. If this was something that I was doing because I wanted to make money or I wanted to be famous, I definitely would have stopped by now. But it's because I just love what I do. I love talking about the things I talk about. I love getting to network with all these girls because they all have these different wellness journeys and all this different advice to share and just these different paths that they're going to go through. So I love talking to these girls. I love talking. I love receiving feedback and knowing that you guys make me happy. And once I kind of get all of that, it reminds me of why I started and it keeps me motivated. Like you guys really do motivate me to get out episodes. When I have someone say, I'm so excited for Monday's episode. I'm like, yeah, I definitely don't want to miss Monday's episode. You know, I don't want to be lazy and not upload something. So it really means a lot when you guys message me because you guys are the reason I stay motivated with consistency. Like I said, I think if I didn't love it so much, I obviously wouldn't be consistent with it but I really do love what I do. It doesn't really feel like a job. I mean, technically it's not a job. I'm not making my full-time income off of this. Like I said, I'm in school, but at the same time, it's something that I eventually could, you know, this could be my full-time job. And I think that because it just feels like something I do for fun, then that feeling of trying to be consistent with it will never go away. Um, so I think if you're starting something and it's really is your passion and something you love doing, it's not going to be that hard to be consistent as you think it is. Do you give yourself enough self-care breaks? I honestly do think I, I think I do. I really do prioritize my mental health. I think I used to not do that, but now I, especially because I've been so busy, like I said, I'm working part-time, I'm doing the podcast, I'm doing school. I'm trying to do social media because I'm doing all these things and other things on top of it. It's definitely overwhelming at points and I don't ever want to burn myself out. So let's say today, tomorrow's Friday, right? And I haven't recorded an episode yet because of work and school. Let's say today I was like, you know what? I I can't like, I can't record a podcast for tomorrow. And I really, really was like, I feel drained and my mental health will be so low if I record a podcast right now because I have other things to do. 
I'm not going to record the podcast, you know, like I'm going to just take a break. I'm going to take a bath read a book, light a candle, do a face mask, go on a walk, lay in bed for a little bit, whatever it is to make kind of reset my brain. I will do. And I think if you don't give yourself enough self-care breaks, you're eventually going to burn yourself out and completely stop. So there have been weeks that I like, there have been like a week or two, or maybe even three where I missed the podcast upload because I just was like, so burnt out during the week and so busy that I couldn't upload that week. And that's so normal. And I don't get mad at myself for it because I know other than that, I've been super consistent and I know that I love what I do. So I know I'm not going to stop doing it just because I missed a few weeks, you know? So I think that if I didn't give myself self-care breaks, I would eventually just quit what I'm doing because I'd be working myself too hard, you know? So I think that it's super important to give yourself self-care breaks, whether you're just in school or you're just working full-time, whatever it is that you're doing, always give yourself self-care breaks because you don't want to reach a breaking point. Next question I got, what are your grocery store essentials? (sighs) This is so tough because I'm honestly not that, I I don't know if this is even a thing, but I feel like I'm not a good grocery store shopper. I don't know if that's a thing, but it's a thing for me because I feel like every time I go, I have a list and I don't follow the list and I end up getting other things on top of it. And then I end up forgetting things that I originally was supposed to get. But some of my favorite things to, I always get vegetables like kale, spinach, cucumber, vegetables always raw vegetables are my favorite thing to eat ever with just some like olive oil, lemon and salt, literally my favorite food ever. I love olives. I pretty much always buy olives when I'm grocery shopping. What else do I always buy when I'm grocery shopping? I really like green juices. I always buy a nice cold brew coffee, a nice almond or macadamia milk. I really like buying granola bars, overnight oats, yogurt, granola. What else do I buy? I love ice cream. I'm not going to lie. I love ice cream. So sometimes I'll buy ice cream, some type of cereal, but sometimes I normally just eat like granola cereal or I'll buy a granola cereal or I'll just eat granola with milk. So one or the other. And I normally go grocery shopping at Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is definitely more affordable, but Whole Foods has cleaner food. Oh, I always buy sourdough too. Sourdough is definitely an essential. Um, so those are like my essentials, but I have actually posted on my Instagram before. So if you go to my Instagram stories, you'll see that I've posted my grocery store essentials. So those are the main questions that I got on kind of just explaining about me and everything. And now I kind of want to talk about overwhelming ourselves. I got a few DMS about this and I kind of just want to touch on it a little bit because it's so normal to overwhelm ourselves with things. And I feel like knowing someone else is going through it and knowing someone else someone else's mind goes through the same patterns will kind of help you realize like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like this is okay to feel this way and to do this to myself. It's not okay to do it to yourself, but it's also something other people do to themselves as well. So overwhelming ourselves. I got a few DMs. Um, I'm not going to like read them or say who it's from, but I got one DM from a girl and she was like, I've been so overwhelmed with school and work this week. And listening to your podcast just made me stay still. But how do you not get overwhelmed? And I was like, girl, I do. Like, I do. And I feel like maybe I don't show on social media as much as I should. But I feel like sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I need to get better at that for sure. But I think that the reason we get overwhelmed is because we go through urges of motivation where we're like, I want to do this and this and this. And we want to take a million steps at once. And we have to just step back and be like, okay, I'm not a superhuman. 
relax. Because if you take a million steps at once, you're going to burn yourself out and you're going to get super tired and you're going to quit whatever it is that you started. I definitely feel like recently I have been feeling this way. And I think that's why I want to talk about it is because um, I am putting a lot of things on my plate at once. And even though there's moments where it pays off and you're like, I'm so happy that I did this because I just reached this goal that I wanted to reach and this and that. And I totally get it. But at the same time, I get so overwhelmed and I'm like, and I sit back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do all of this. Like, okay. Yesterday, for example, yesterday was Wednesday. Today's Thursday. Yesterday was Wednesday. When you're listening to this, it's Friday, but yesterday was Wednesday. And on Wednesdays, I work from 11 to five. And I remember I was telling myself, I was like, you're going to wake up at eight. You're going to go to the gym in the morning. In case you can't go after work, you're going to go to the gym in the morning or you're going to go for a morning walk. And then you're going to go to work and you're going to come home and you have to study for your math exam because I had a math exam Thursday and I really had to study for it. I studied for it um, Tuesday night. I remember I had like created my study guide and I started studying for it all of Tuesday and Tuesday night. And then So I was like, okay, I'm not too stressed out, but I definitely want to spend a few hours studying on Wednesday. So Wednesday, I ended up sleeping in because I stayed up solely on Tuesday doing my homework. And then Wednesday, I ended up sleeping in. So I didn't wake up and go to the gym early. So I was like, okay, you have to go to the gym after work. Like you have to go, like you have to. And so it was getting to like 4.30, 4.45. And I was, and I was at work and I was in the mood to work out. Like I wanted to go to the gym. I wanted to work out. But as I was at work, I was like, let me make a to-do list of everything I want to get done today, tomorrow, just for the rest of the week. When I mapped out how much studying I would actually have to do for my math exam, I was like, oh my gosh, like, wait, I actually have to do double what I thought I was going to have to do. I only, because I thought the math exam this is like so dumb, but I thought the math exam was going to be like chapters one through four, but it was actually four through eight as well. So chapters one through eight, and I had only really gotten familiar and comfortable with one through four. So I don't know why I'm getting numbers involved, but basically I was only half prepared for my exam that was on Thursday. So I was at work on Wednesday and I was freaking out because I was like, now I can't go to the gym. I have to go home and I have to try to study for like five or six hours. And I'm not even going to be able to retain all the information in that amount of time. Like I was stressing myself out like crazy because I was so angry at myself for not knowing what I had to study. And now I felt like I was so behind and I put so much on my plate of you have to go to the gym and you have to, I had to like, I wanted to record my solo episode that day. There were so many things that I told myself to do and I was like rushing to do it. You know, it's like sometimes you have to take a step back and just realize life is not a rush. Life is a journey. Okay. We have an end goal, right? And our problem as humans is that we go to this goal and we don't think about our journey. We don't think about the fact that the person that we are is growing through the journey, not towards the goal. And we just forget to be present and in the moment. And I get it. It's hard because you're always waiting for the next thing. You know, it's Christmas. You're like, oh, but it's going to be New Year soon. Let's figure out New Year's plans. And I totally understand planning in advance, wanting to plan trips, wanting to plan moments, wanting to plan holidays. I understand 100%. And I think everyone should. I think everyone should plan. You want to make the most out of everything in your life. But when we're in the moment, it's Christmas day, we're like, let's plan New Year's. And then it's New Year's and you're like, let's plan this and that and my birthday. And we always are trying to be 10 steps ahead. And I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm so guilty of this. We always try to be 10 steps ahead of everything. But why? 
why? Why can't we just be in the moment and say, I'm thankful for the moment that I'm in? And this goes the same for school and for work. Let's use school, for example. You're always thinking to yourself, oh, I have homecoming, then I have prom, oh, I have this exam, and I have this exam, but you're not thinking of what you're currently in. I'm in this relationship, I'm in this friend group, I have this to do tonight. We don't think about the things that we're doing right now, we're only focused on our future. And when we're only focused on our future, we miss the present. And the present is what builds up the person that shows up in the future. You don't change as a human after you reach your goal. You change as a human through the trial and error of getting towards your goal. And I think that's something that we forget a lot. And I'm so guilty of it too. And that's why we become so overwhelmed is because we're only focusing on the end goal. And until we get to the end goal, we just stress ourselves out about the current moment. We don't enjoy it. We stress ourselves out about it. So I think that's a reason we get overwhelmed so fast is because we put so much on our plate. And then on top of everything we're putting on our plate, we put pressure on ourselves to finish it in a certain amount of time. I have to be rich by, by 23 years old. Why? Why do you have to be rich by 23 years old? hundred percent. You should have goals. You should want to be successful. You should motivate yourself and you should be inspired and determined every day. But why 23? Why can't you just do what you would have done anyways and wait to see when it happens? You know, work hard right now. You don't have to set an age. You don't have to say, I want to do this and that. Work where you are right now. Start working hard today, right? After you listen to this podcast, start working towards your goals. Don't say, I have to be rich in a year, so I have to do this. No, you could be rich tomorrow. You never know. Charlie D'Amelio just blew up on TikTok and was rich in three days. You know what I mean? So it's like, you don't, you just start working today you don't know when that's going to come and that's okay. You shouldn't have to know, you know? And so that's why I think when it comes to overwhelming ourselves, we just need to relax and we just need to remind ourselves we're human beings. We're going to go through emotions of stress and anxiety and just freaking out over things. And that's totally normal. And I totally get it. So once we kind of remember that we're human beings that are going to feel these emotions anyways, I think that'll help us kind of get back on earth and be like, okay, relax. Like you're fine. We're going we're gonna to close the discussion off on that. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I answer pretty much all of my DMs. I don't think I have any unanswered. Sometimes it takes me a while to look at them because I don't have my Instagram notifications on and they, they don't show up in your regular DMs. They show up in like requests. But for most part, I answer my DMs or I will answer your DM in a podcast like I kind of did today. If you want to ask me any type of, of advice, definitely hit my DMs or wait for me to post my Instagram polls. I will be posting on my Instagram stories this week, a poll on what to talk about for next Friday's episode. During this week, definitely have a lookout on my Instagram, which is at for you from Eve to kind of have your voice heard and ask me questions. On Monday, I will be uploading my episode with Nikki Font, who is um, a fitness influencer. She also has her own activewear line. And I'm super excited for you guys to hear from her. We had an amazing episode that we recorded this week. But anyways, I'm going to stop talking now. I have a lot of homework to do and a lot of editing to do. So that is super exciting. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful weekend and I will talk to you on Monday. Bye.